All right, here we are again, Seth, back for another podcast. How you doing tonight, buddy? Good. How about you? Doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. This is nice, dude. I like uh, more frequent podcasts. This is much nicer. Yeah, yeah. I was actually looking at our uh, podcast thing uh, episodes, and I think we're in season four. Yep, season, season four. four, episode two. Yep, season, yeah, episode one came out. Uh, yeah, they're at the end of January, and yeah, this is season or this is episode two of season four. Jeez, I know, crazy, it's crazy, flying stuff. by. I feel <laughs> like I just barely got on this crazy adventure that is E Hunter, and here we are, four years into it. So it's wild. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, welcome back to the podcast. We're super appreciative that you're here to join us for the this podcast. This one's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, this is going to be more of a fun podcast. We're going to have some people joining us for this podcast. Um, it's going to be more of a, an entertainment rather than a news podcast, but it'll still be a lot of fun. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. Um, I, I think we're going to enjoy it. I, Seth, don't you think? Don't you agree? Yes, I think it'll be a good one. <laughs> Cool. Well, before we get started, as always, want to thank our sponsor, our title sponsor, which is Vortex Optics. Sure appreciate them and, and all their support for us here at eHunter. Want to give a shout out to Onyx Maps. They've uh, they've been a sponsor with us for some time now. Uh, great guys over there, and man, I don't know what I'd do without without Onyx Maps. Had it on my uh, we talked about it on the last podcast, but I had it on my my Apple CarPlay this entire week. So it's kind of fun to to have on there. Have that elite membership where you can have all the states on there. Too, Did you so. see that they have dropped a, a new thing on the desktop for elite members? Uh-uh. What was, what's that? Uh, I think it's called... Oh, you're going to put me on the spot now. Ah, yeah. Um, I'd have to pull it up. I can't remember. I, I got on the other day to look at something on the desktop, and it says because you're an elite member, we're giving you a, like a early access to... Um, I can't remember what it's called, but essentially you click on it, and you can set the elevation... And it shows all the slopes in like an orange color and the rest of the map is grayed out. So you can see slopes and, and elevation changes better. Really? It's really, really cool. Yeah. I, I wish I was more prepared. I kind of forgot about it till you said their name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't been on the desktop. I always use it on my phone or my iPad. Those are the, those are my go-tos for on X. So I, yeah, I very rarely, uh, well, right before the season starts. I use it a lot, you know, on my computer, but mm -hmm. that's really the only only time that I really use it on my computer. Most of the time it's just on my phone or my iPad. I see. Yeah, it, I mean, I get it. A lot of guys usually just use it on their phone, but yeah, I got on there and I was like, whoa, this is pretty cool stuff. And so I'll have to, I'll have to uh, get it pulled up and we'll leave it in the notes or something what it is. So heck yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to check that out. So yeah, if, and I'll I'll log in as well and see if I can see what it is while we're while we're on the podcast today and then go from there. Is it the uh is it the terrain X? Yeah, maybe that is it. Like on when you pull it up, it's on the right hand side of when you are on your map. It says you're a new member, try terrain something. I, oh. I was gonna call it track X, but yeah, you're right, it's terrain X. Yeah, it's terrain. Ooh, hey, this is kinda cool. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. And set your elevation on the one side. Uh huh. Kind of lights everything up that has a, a greater elevation than that. It's pretty. And the slopes and Do you stuff. You know what? That'd crazy. be that'd be super helpful. Like when we were so when we were um, e scouting for a Colorado elk hunt before we ever went and did our Colorado elk hunt, 
I was looking at a, a what do you call it? like a meadow or a oh my gosh I can't even think of the, the word valley. Well, like it was up on a hill, like a, you're like what's it called? Oh, okay. A mesa, up on yeah. a, a mesa up on a hill there, and I thought that from the where the mesa was that the the mountain went up from there, and it did obviously it's a mesa so it drops off from that mesa. Um, but from the looking at the maps, I'm like, oh no, I'm sure that goes up. The topography looked that way, so this would have been awesome if I could awesome. have had this for that. Yep, and that's I was thinking the same thing. Like uh, when we were e scouting for our Colorado hunt in 2021, the the slope uh, I was looking at it, and I'm like, oh, that's a slope, but it's not that steep. And then we got out there, and I was like, oh, I thought we could climb this in like an hour, and this is definitely not an hour climb this is a very very fast vertical climb <laughs> so yeah that's this is cool man i'm gonna have to play around with this a little bit and get to know this a little bit better because yeah that's awesome hmm, cool well check yeah, that I out guys hey we're learning like something right here on the podcast uh, this is live for you guys <laughs> to listen to so while we're learning hopefully you guys are doing the same thing and, and checking it out don't don't turn the podcast off though but man this is cool but cool yeah well anyway so appreciate onyx and their partnership with us and yeah check that that terrain x out if you're an elite member looks like it's not open to everybody you have to be an, an elite member to be able to have access to it right now and looks like you can play around with it send feedback on it all sorts of stuff so very very cool so today we're going to do uh, a little bit of a top list um, if you guys have been on our website you've seen some of the top lists like top um, elk cartridges, top antelope cartridges, and they've been very popular articles on the website. And as you guys probably also know, if you've listened to the podcast for any amount of time, Seth and I don't agree on much. And so as because, part of that... because Taryn is wrong always. No. No. Where's your mute button? I gotta have that handy here. Yeah, there it mm -hmm. is. Okay. Yeah, you better. <laughs> so um, what we wanted to do on this podcast is is kind of build a, a list of the top rifles. And so when we say rifle, it's more focused on rifle brands. So if you're gonna go out and buy a gun, what gun, what what manufacturer should you be looking for? You know, there's there's so many brands out there, and I'm not gonna say any because I don't want to give Seth any ideas but um, you know it's kind of hard to choose which gun to buy and and so SHOT Show was just a, a few weeks ago and there were so many guns that were released there all the major players were there all the big brands were there and every year you know these big brands are coming out with more and more guns there's more and more brands showing up and so it can get a little bit confusing on on what rifle brand what manufacturer you should go with and so tonight we're going to focus on, or today, whenever you listen to this podcast, we're going to focus on some of those brands, why we feel they would be in the top five uh, rifle brands, and and then uh, kind of go from there. So uh, super excited to, to kick this off. And um, since I do have Seth on mute, I think I'm going to go uh, ahead and, and kick us. I'm kidding, Seth. You're not on mute, uh, buddy. You better not. You're already. <laughs> um, I just wanted to make a point too, kind of make it fun. If one of us picks a rifle that we already had on our list, a rifle brand, we have to go to the next one down the line. Yeah. Um, and I took this as my top five, not necessarily the top five for anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I mean, 
So when I explain to an extent, to an extent, when I explain my top five, they're going to be top five for me. But I'm going to explain why they're top five and why they would be good for somebody else to be in their top five as well. So if that makes sense, so yep, should be good. And like I said, we're probably going to call some people and get their opinions on them on what their top rifle would be, just to to get more ideas and and some whys behind it, and just have a lot of fun with it. So uh, as long as they agree with me. No, that's right. We probably better not call any of your guys. We'll just call. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we need we need an equal representation over here. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to kick it off. So if you were listening to the last podcast, we kind of chat, chatted a little bit about uh, my new gun that I got. Um, let me say that again for you. Set. No, I'm just kidding. I won't say it again. Mm-hmm. We know. We know. But uh, I have another one of these guns. My family has these guns. And uh, I have, have fallen in love with him. I might be a little bit biased on this because I do have uh, a little bit of an in. Uh, he's not really a family member, but he's close enough that, that works there. Um, so my, my top gun that I have just fallen in love with is Christensen Arms. And whatever caliber you want. So I've shot the, the 28 Nosler. I've shot their AR platforms. I've shot the 240 Weatherby, which... I'm going to talk about Weatherby a little bit later. I think not, it's not on my list, but um, I have been so impressed with their guns. And so, you know, right now it's all about all these custom guns. And we've had some pretty cool people on the podcast for custom rifles. Soldier Mountain Arms has been on here. Gunworks has been on here. Um, and so there, there's a lot of these custom gun brands out there. And, and Christiansen's is kind of the, the grandfather of a lot of them. You know, they're the ones that came out with the carbon barrel they have their well-known uh, muzzle brakes for your, you know, well for most of their calibers, but their large rifle calibers that with that 360 muzzle brake makes it like you're shooting a 22. I mean, they, they have a lot of uh, technology that's gone into their uh, their guns, and like I said, they kind of grandfathered a lot of the the gun manufacturers that are out there right now. So you'll see a lot of these guns. You're like, oh, they all look kind of similar. Well, that's because that's kind of what Christensen started out with, and. And I want to just kind of tell you why I went with uh, with them as my number one pick, and why when I just I just like I said I just barely bought a new gun, and why I purchased it as why I purchased the Christensen Arms, and, and a lot of it had to do with weight, honestly. Now there's some light rifles out there, don't get me wrong, but I, I wanted weight, I wanted reliability, I wanted, you know, like when I buy uh, usually when I buy a, a motorcycle or something like that, I always buy a Honda just because they're so well, you know, they they last forever, they're so well built. It's kind of what, how I thought about the gun when I when I bought it. I just wanted something that was super well built, that had been used and tried both by myself as well as people around me, and uh, I, I just couldn't pick a different gun. Especially, and I'm going to add one other point to this: is the price point. So that if you look at some of the other guns that are out there, there's some of those guns that are running six, seven, ten thousand dollars for these these custom rifles. You can get a, a nice Christensen's Ridgeline gun. I got the Ridgeline Titanium. It's their new. Uh, Oh, what is it called? Flash Forged Technology one. Um, so it's a little bit lighter, um, but you can get that. You can get the Christensen's guns for a reasonable price. I mean, it's not. It, it's no, you know, Savage, cheap Savage, or something like that. It, it's going to cost you a little bit more than that. But hey, watch your mouth. Ah! Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's still at a good price point, uh, a decent price point for for what you're getting. And so, like I said, I've I've shot a lot of Christians and arm arms guns, different platforms under the Christians and arms, and uh, 
Get this, Seth. I was we were picking out flooring for my house the other day, and we were talking to the the guy selling us flooring. I don't know how we got on the topic of guns, but the guy that was selling us the the flooring, he's worked for two gun companies here in in Utah, Fierce and Christians in Arms. And, and he's like, hey, you know, I'm nothing against Fierce, but uh, I would go with a, a CA all day long. He's like, just just how they're made and the reliability, the longevity. He's like, yeah, I would go with the Christians in Arms over them any day. Like I said, he worked at both of those places and helped build guns for both of those places. So, so Christiansons is my uh, is my top one. So, Seth, wow. can you top that number number one pick? You uh, you have angered all the old heads, man. I know. There's a bunch of Winchester dudes screaming. Oh. Remington guys are pulling their hair out. Okay, okay, but hold on a second. So, I mean, if you think about it, it's got a Remington 700 action, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. those Remington guys have got to be like, okay, yeah, well, we started that. I mean, yeah, Christensen was the grandfather, <laughs> but it's a Remington 7. Yeah, I get it. And, and honestly, that action is is pretty hard to beat other than I like my next pick for its action. But we'll get to there in a minute. I got to let Seth talk a little bit. Okay, so I took something entirely different than you did. You picked your <clears throat> new gun. I am picking old reliable for my number one for me. Okay. Always has been. Family shot them. Everything. So, number one oh, no. as oh, a no. gun company. You want to take a guess? Oh, no. Take a guess. If you say a Ruger M77, I'm going to jump through this mic. Ruger company oh my ruger strum ruger company oh my gosh now you want me to get into why yeah oh please please the amount the amount of iconic firearms that come from the company the mini 14 is still in production the ruger number one still in production very very nice firearm they helped develop and build one of the most popular small game cartridges in the Ruger 204. They have made the M77 in some variation for, what now, 50 plus years? Too long. Mm -hmm. The M77 is as American as the Winchester Model 70 and the Remington 700. Them three guns ruled the early years of bolt-action rifles. And it's been something that my family's always had. And for my personal number one pick, that's what I'm going with. Wow. Wow. I, you know, well, when we were talking the other day, I, I thought, and in fact, I typed Ruger, and I was like, no, because he's going to put that. Uh, you could have stole it. You well, but instead of put an air rifle, because I, I text air rifle instead, but I had initially put Ruger, because like, he's going to put Ruger on there. I know he is. <laughs> okay. That's fine. But I mean, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give you some credit here because my first gun was a Ruger M77 25-06. Killed a lot of animals with that gun. It was then you then you got too big for your britches and you needed your foreign stuff and all these other ones you <sighs> thought were cool. It was just so <laughs> heavy and yeah. not as accurate as most you other just, guns out there. And the biggest the biggest knock i'll ever say and i love ruger to the day i die but the biggest knock i've always had is that they have lawsuit proof triggers on on them they they load the trigger with very very heavy pull because they don't want to get sued by it accidentally going off and that affects the accuracy probably more than anything else on those guns it's just a super heavy trigger pull 
I really think that I still pull the trigger hard because of the Ruger M77 that I grew up with because I was so used to just slamming that thing. You know, there was no, mm -hmm. I remember my dad teaching me, oh, just squeeze it, just squeeze it till it goes off. And I'm like, dude, I'm like yanking on this yep. thing to get it to go off. So, yep, yep. That yeah. was their only drawback for so many years is just a very heavy trigger. And they never, they've never done anything about it. I mean, up until even the newest M77s right before they turned into the Hawkeye. They still had eight, seven, nine pounds of pull on them. Yeah, uh, it's just really heavy. I mean, it's fine for a a hunting gun when you're used to it, but it it does affect accuracy. But yeah. overall, they've made a, a just a ton of rifles, and I did use some other stuff that people find iconic, like say the Ruger number one mm -hmm. and the Mini fourteen have been around forever. <sighs> Mini fourteen, that gun is oh, it's the worst. <laughs> It's, it's ugly, but people love them. Oh, I'd much rather have my AR. <laughs> that's true, but back in the day, that's what you got when you wanted to have an AR. I know, that's true. <laughs> my father-in-law had one for a long time. I don't know if he still has Plus, it, but... I completely forgot the hillbilly assault rifle. It, what What is more American than a 12-year-old kid receiving a Ruger 1022 with a banana clip in it? So I was going to I was actually going to say like there are some Ruger products that I really like. The 1022 <laughs> is like the most is everybody's first gun really like the 1022 everybody gets a 1022 my kids have 1022s i had yep. a 1022 i like their pistols too yeah yeah you know their I, pistols I've, are great i've got an lcr i've got an sr22 i've yep. got uh, a vaquero yeah okay, i've got a vaquero i love it yeah mm. i really want the 5.7 that they came out with i really want a ruger 5.7 but yeah. no i ruger is they they are tried and true they've been <laughs> around for a long time <laughs> Man, there's just some of their rifles that have come out lately. Like my brother-in-law bought a 243 Ruger American, and I picked it up, and I was like, I wouldn't use this thing for a no. jackhammer. The American, the American is a very, very budget rifle. Yeah. It, it is, it is on the very low end. It, I mean, it's great. It gets people that are are very um, strapped for for cash at the time a way to get into hunting and shooting, but they are a a very budget central rifle. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. All right. Okay, that that's your number one. Number one, yep. Ruger. Yep. yep. <laughs> Go ahead. All buddy. right. So Seth already knows my number two because I have pulled the trigger on this brand of rifle more than I have any other brand of rifle. I've killed more animals with this brand of rifle, and and to this day, I mean, I love the action of this rifle. The first time I ever got when I got my first one, ran the action, and I was like, oh, I am. I am sold. I love this gun. It's a good-looking gun. So I'm I'm talking about Tika. So you you messed up, dude. You don't know the kind of you don't know the kind of door you've just opened. See, that's what's fun though about this is because I know there's a lot of people listening to me right now that are gonna go crazy yeah. over that. But just just hear me out. I own four or five five Tikas. I own five Tikas. My father-in-law owns probably, gosh, I don't even know, 12. He's got to own a dozen of them. And out of the box, every single Tika that I've shot, I guess I, I never shot his for the first time, but out of the box, my Tikas have touched the same hole on every single Tika rifle that I own. Um, like I said, the action is, is amazing, but the accuracy is what really set me apart. Now I'm going to say this, you've got to get rid of the rings on those stupid Tikas. The, the <laughs> scope rings that come with them are the cheapest things in the world. Put some tally rings on those things makes a huge difference. But, um, 
and and another thing that I love about the Tikas that I even like it better than than my Christensen. And Christensen actually used to do this. Uh, my brother-in-law's uh, 20, 28 Nosler has this, which is a removable magazine. I love having a removable magazine. That way, when I'm hunting, I can have an extra one just in case things get western. Um, I like being able to add a you know a four round versus a three round depending on the setting that I'm hunting in. Uh, I love having an external magazine on a rifle, and it frustrates me that Christiansen's has gone away from that, and a lot of other rifle brands have gone away from it. Some have added it back in, like some of the new Savages have the uh, well, actually, actually, a lot of the Savages have removable magazines, and I love that. Yep. But yep. Um, love that about the Tika, but I could go on and on. I love the looks. I love the, the lightweight ones, the X, every, you know, everything that's about them. But for me, the reason that Tika stood out and the reason it's number two on my list is just for myself. And I know everybody else has had different experiences than I have, but every single one of my Tikas, I pull out of the box. I put some tally rings on it, put my scope on, and I am punching the same hole. I'm touching the same hole on every single one of those guns. So I love it. So what door did I open, Seth? Get them. American people, get them. Get him. Oh, all the American, geez. all the American manufacturer guys attack him. Tell him what's up. Oh gosh. All no, the American. Um, okay. But all you guys that are American to say, no, it's gotta be American. Take your shirt and look at the tag on your shirt that you're currently wearing and tell different. me what the That's name different. is on that shirt. That's different. You're still sending we're money. Fine. You're still sending we're money. We're fine with little kids building our shirts, not our guns. <laughs> uh, look at most everything in your life and see where it's made. Uh, I, sorry to say. Stetson hats, man. Stetson hats. Best cowboy hats ever. Guess where they're made? Mexico. Hey, like I'm going to say right now. It's okay if you just want to be honorary finished, dude. You just have to ask. You don't have to suck up to him so much. <laughs> Uh, they right. make a good gun, man. It's a good gun. For my number two pick, and this is really why you opened the door, because I think I just stole one of your picks. Oh, you better not have. So, smooth action. You're always smiling when you shoot one. <laughs> Super fun. I'm picking Henry. Yeah. For my number two pick. Yep. I mean, accurate rifles. Takes you back to a different time when when open sights and and things were were just the way it was. Not to say they don't have options for scoped guns, but I mean I've never seen a guy shooting a lever gun that's like mad about it, sad about it, upset about it. It's beautiful, like I say, beautiful rifles, accurate. I love them to death. I mean, have you guys seen that forty five seventy I've got? Mm. Sheesh. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I not else not a whole heck of a lot to say. Just awesome guns, awesome company. American made. Yep. And, and it so. would have been higher up on my list. So Henry was my next one, actually. Was, yep. It was next up on my list. Um, yep. And it would have been higher on my list. The only reason I had it lower on my list was for the fact that, well, like you said, you can put scopes on them. But, right. you know, when I pick up a, a gun to go elk hunting, deer hunting, um, I'm not always picking up my my Henry to go do that doesn't right. say I, I i'm not saying i don't do that i've taken my right. my henry on those hunts with me before yep. and i really want to shoot a cow elk with an henry because i think I, with my 30 30 that would be yeah. so awesome yeah i'd love to smack a, an elk with the 4570 mm -hmm. but that's kind of why mine didn't make 
number one is just for what the the kind of hunting we do. Yeah. Uh, a little different gun was was probably my number one pick, but I kind of had it on there thinking, oh, it's it's not going to be there. This pick's going to not be there because Taryn's going to take it. Um, so I was pretty shocked when you would did pick Tika uh, <laughs> over it and give me a, an open door. But I'm guessing now that I've stole one of your picks, I've I've muddied up your system here. No, actually, because um, I know you're not going to pick my next one. So that's we're we're <laughs> good there. So well, I mean, you've got free reign now because you got to go. You got the first overall setup, so it doesn't matter anyways if it's. If I haven't said it with my first two, you've you've got a, a good one. So. <laughs> well, and with Henry also, I mean, just so everybody knows, if you haven't, if you don't know already, we've got a lot of videos and articles up on Henry. They're a partner of ours, and um, such fun guns. I've got the forty-four Magnum as well, and uh, honestly, like to just go shoot a gun, whether and and this is just any gun, pistols, shotguns, rifles. If I'm just gonna go shoot a gun. Right now, if I you know take my boys out, because we like to do that. Me and my boys like to just go shoot. And the gun that I've grabbed for the last year has been my 44 Magnum, my lever action 44 Magnum. It's the funnest gun to shoot with that red dot on it. Um, I did a video on it, so you guys can go see that video, the the review on it. Added some extra, like some cool stuff to it. It is just a very cool, fun, fun gun to shoot. And and I, you started it off, Seth, but. You know, the, the action on it is so smooth, so you can just fly through rounds on it, hitting targets basically, you know, 0 to 200 yards pretty pretty easily with that thing, and just a blast. The only problem is I cannot find 44 Magnum bullets hardly anywhere right now, so I'm, I'm getting a little nervous. I'm actually reloading them now just so I can have something to shoot, but such a fun gun. So, yeah, Henry, for the Henry boys, if you're listening, uh Amazing guns. Absolutely amazing. Made in America. So, yep. Okay. Yep. Number three picks. Should we move on to number three picks? Yep. I don't know how many, I don't know how many we're going to go here. I'm going to give one more. You give one more and then let's call some people and see what else they have. So this okay. next gun, I know you do not have on your list. You can make a list of 20 and you would not have this gun on your list. If you do, okay. if you do, uh, I will buy you lunch next time we're together around each That's other. Fantastic. That sounds like a lie, but okay. I would. I really will. <laughs> so okay. uh, I think most people know I like shooting. I mean, I, I just like shooting and uh, like target shooting and stuff like that. I like my AR platform guns. I've got a couple of them. Um, but there's a, an AR platform that I have fallen in love with. Um, and, and it's not one that most people are going to think of. Like I said, I shot the Christensen's arms uh, AR platforms, and they're really nice. I mean... They, they would probably go on the list for the same kind of platform. But uh, my number three pick is actually Daniel Defense. Have you ever shot a Daniel Defense AR? I haven't. I've heard of them, but I haven't shot one. Dude. I, I'm just going to tell. If, if you're looking for a, an AR platform, I mean, you can look at the custom brands like Christensen's or um, any of those other you know custom rifle brands that make AR platform guns. They're going to be amazing, too. But Daniel Defense, for what you're getting, the price you're paying, um, it's it's unreal. Like they are such smooth guns, easy guns to shoot. They look amazing. They absolutely they look amazing. They work flawlessly. Um, you can customize them in almost any way that you want to customize them. Which I mean, most ARs you can, but you can call Daniel Defense and really, uh, for the price point that you're going to order a gun, anyways, you can make it make it your own, which is super super cool. Um, like I said, smooth shooting guns you can do everything to them i 
I love the Daniel Defense AR platform. And I know, like I said, I know we're talking about rifles and it is a rifle platform, but it's a little bit different. I think everybody thought we were going to just do hunting <laughs> platforms. Mm -hmm. But uh, like I said, if you're thinking about an AR platform, and actually I guess for hunting, for hunting coyotes, it's a great gun for hunting coyotes. Put a vortex scope on it and dude, you're going you're gonna to knock them dead with that uh that daniel defense comes with different calibers i mean it's it's a cool cool gun you you would not be disappointed if you got a daniel defense so if you ever get to shoot one seth they're, they're pretty amazing if we ever get together i'll let you shoot them okay i like it um look at that no comeback no he's got nothing on no, that guy I, you guys I, hear I, that I, nothing <laughs> i i don't shoot a lot of ar platforms so i gotta take your word for it no that's true i guess yeah good point um so my number three pick which kind of threw me off with your pick because i thought for sure i'd have to go down the list here a little bit but my number three pick hmm. it's iconic one of those brands that everybody knows one of those brands that kind of got outside of just firearms to an extent want to take a guess go Nothing for it about. All right, <clears throat> Brown. Thing. Yeah, X Bolt. All, all of them, man. I mean, you think about Browning as a rifle company in general. Uh, they built the BAR. John Browning is a freaking genius. I mean, you go back and think about all that stuff. It's just 1911 was made from him. The BAR went across the oceans. All this stuff. Uh, but yeah, X Bolts are incredible. Yeah, you know, they essentially like. An X-Bolt is a production rifle that can compete with semi-custom or custom-built rifles for accuracy and the, the bolt work and the trigger work and the muzzle brakes. Like, they're they're an awesome rifle. Very accurate. Um, come in a lot of beautiful different configurations. Um, just, just a really good gun. And you're right. They have kind of branched out. They don't just do guns. I mean, they pretty much they do everything now outdoors. But, ammunition clothing mm -hmm. yeah yeah trail cameras they're yep. browning trail cameras now browning's pro like when you look at when you're driving around you see stickers in the windows browning's like one yep. of the most popular sticker that, that's in the window so yeah beautiful shotguns you know what i mean just pick your poison they've they've got something for you yeah classic guns really classic i love how you're kind of you've gotten like down the classic guns yeah. like the iconic guns i've kind of gone down the like new wave trendy type guns this is hilarious how we've, we've I mean, gone so that, different that speaks to your mind it does you and your freaking trendy apple phone and your trendy <laughs> rifle and your trendy truck <laughs> oh gosh my trendy truck look at that you're the one that drives an avalanche come on that's trendy you're trendy you drive the f-150 yeah like the, like oh the I'm, most i'm Iconic. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Yeah, a hundred years ago, not now. It is the most iconic truck out there. An F one fifty is the Remington seven hundred. Like, I, I don't know what 70. else to pick, and the TV tells me the F one fifties are cool. No, so I'm just gonna go no, buy an no, F one fifty. No, 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 no. F one fifties have been around since dirt. They're like the best trucks ever. So you're the one that's trendy with your 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 Avalanche. Come on now. Don't, don't talk crap about the Avi. You rode around in it. <laughs> Yeah, we had a lot of fun in that thing. Climb up on the roof or climb up on the tonneau covers. The tonneau cover. Elevation. <laughs> yeah, when you're looking for antelope and the area is flat, dude, that's 
That's a cheat code. Yeah, we threw the dead antelope in the back. Oh, wait, no, we didn't. No, because no, somebody didn't put me on one. No, so, as oh, usual. someone put you on a lot of them. Uh, awesome guide here. Can't get Some them within 100 yards. Guide put you on a lot of antelope. You just, no one pulled the trigger. I mean, I did. I just didn't hit them. <laughs> Hard to do when they're a long shot with a bow. Oh, uh, that's true. Hey, at least you got to pull the trigger. I didn't even get to do that on my hunt. So yeah, Maybe if you were sneakier, you could have no. pulled the trigger. Got to get more deer. sneaky. Yep. Oh shoot! Well, so did you have any other ones that like you're like I gotta I gotta put this on the list? No, I mean I've got some, but uh, I think if you want to pull some people you know and do things like that, I'm completely fine with that. I got the the big three I had on the list out. So okay, let's make some phone calls and let's see what everybody else would pick. This and okay. and I haven't told these people that I'm calling them, so this is going to be completely like. All I all I told my one buddy is that I am calling him, but I've not told him anything about what the question is, just so he was by his phone when it happens. So, so the first one I'm going to call is my dad. We're going to call my okay. dad and ask him what his his Top Gun would be if he answers the phone. So let, let's give him a call. Okay. Make sure you relay that it's the top brand. Well, hello there, stranger. What are you doing, dude? I'm just sitting here watching uh, Spirit of the Wild. Oh, Adam boy! Hey, you're you're live on the uh, E hundred podcast right now. So just just to give what? you a heads up, <laughs> I got Seth here with me too. Hey, Terrence. Nice. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> All right, Dad. We're we're doing a, a podcast on the top gun brands. Like, if you had to pick your top gun brand, uh, and we're trying to like kind of compile a list of, of what it'd be. And so we're gonna start. We're just pulling some, pulling people out of the middle of nowhere. So you weren't expecting this call, right? No, I was not expecting this whatsoever. <laughs> good, 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 good. So if you had to pick your top gun brand, what would be your top gun brand? Wow, that's a loaded question. Yeah, isn't it? So so for uh, for just your normal everyday guns you can buy on the on the shelf. Yeah. As you well know, Taryn, I'm a Ruger M seventy seven. Yes. Yes. He picked mine. <laughs> Fuck it, Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good! Oh, me and your and, dad got to hang out way more, dude. This is awesome. Oh boy! <laughs> and and you know why? So I just had that uh, Enfield thirty out six that was rechambered three hundred H snakes magnum, and one of the things that I always loved about it was the Mauser action, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and so um, I've always said that that is the finest action. You get a you get a case stuck, and if the case is going to hold together. You open up the bolt, you take a hammer to the bolt, and you can get that case out of there, right? <laughs> right. <Yep. laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I, I was telling Seth, because we were talking about the Ruger M77, and do you remember he my first bad gun? Mouthing it. He was bad-mouthing it so bad. <laughs> I did not. I did not. I, had to, I was giving I had him a hard time. It. I had to defend it so, so much. Do you, do you remember my first gun, Dad? Oh, you had a 25 out six, right? I did. Yep, 25 out six. A yep. Ruger M77 25 out six. Do you still have it? No, I don't. I don't have it. I burned Barrett. up the barrel on it. In fact, we ran a scope down the okay. barrel of that thing, and it had zero riflings. I wish I would have just replaced the barrel. But yes. Yeah, I, I ended up. But then again, that so here's the thing: you still today, you and me, Seth, we can go buy a Ruger M77 and pick your caliber, right? Right. Yep. So you yep. you destroyed the barrel so why not for the price go get you a new one you've got a new action you've got a new chamber you've got a new barrel everything's new 
um, for almost maybe, well, maybe not quite, depends on the barrel you buy, but you can still have that gun for the price of almost putting just a barrel on that gun. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Honestly, by the time you, yeah, by the time you just buy the barrel, put it on, yeah, like you said, depends uh-huh. on which barrel, but yeah, for the, I don't even know what a Ruger M77 costs nowadays. Have you, have you guys bought one I, lately? I think they're yeah, still at yeah. 650, 700 plus, yeah. okay. whatever yeah, it think, might be. No? I think with, with the increasing price, I think, yeah, somewhere yeah. in the 700 to 850, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, right. That's cheap for a rifle. I mean, that is not it bad is. these days. It really is. Yeah. Yep. And so, uh, Taryn will remember the days. So, um, we went and got my dad a, gosh, what was it? We bought a, do I dare to say the name on a podcast? <clears throat> we got him another gun and it wasn't a Ruger <laughs> and it didn't have the Mauser action. And it just had the little claws to pull out the, the casing. And it just mm-hmm. kept pulling the base of the case apart. And we're like, nope, nope, nope. We're just, we became Ruger M77 fans. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want me to start going down the path of if I had a custom gun, who I'd have to do it? Yeah, yeah. If you if you had to pick, like if you had all the money in the world, it didn't matter how much money, you know, how much it cost. If you had to pick, a, a, if you had all the brands sitting there in front of you, what gun would you take off the wall? Ooh, boy. Uh, trying to think, who's who's that company that does all of the, um, oh, that custom... Name me some custom ones, guys. Um, uh, I think it's not best of the West. It's another one. There's Gunworks. There's Fierce. Gunworks. So, Gunworks. so Gunworks. Um, I've always said if I had all the money and I could buy a Gunworks gun, but here's the thing: I would buy a Gunworks gun, and then I would buy their ammo. I would buy that G whatever that rangefinder is, so I can reach out there all that distance. You know, they're guaranteed. 1400 yards out of the box kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, money not being a, an issue, um, Gunworks would probably be my next choice. That's not a bad okay? choice because those guns, no. I mean, no, they're, they're like 6,500 or $8,000 yeah, $8, gun. Yep. You know, <laughs> it, it's hard yeah. to say they're not a good gun. <laughs> they're pretty amazing. They're yep. super amazing guns. You know, and I watch them on TV all the time and, and just everything they do, go to their school, you know, and learn all the stuff. But the, the issue that you would have with that <clears throat> is that you buy the gun, you buy the Husqvarna scope, you buy the G, whatever that is, rangefinder, and you buy the ammo. And But then again, money's not the issue, correct? Right. So you'd have to make sure that you bought all that custom hand-loaded ammunition for your gun. Now, granted, they keep that on record. You're not ammo. You just call them. You say, here's my gun. You build it. This is the ammo. It's working perfectly. I need that exact ammo again. Right. Um, and, but that, once again, like I'm saying, that's money's not an issue here. Which for most of us, but, it is an issue. And most people listen to this podcast, it's, it, money's an issue. And so, mm-hmm. yep. uh, I, I love and hate that you said the Ruger M77. <laughs> you, you knew it coming. It, it's you so know, good. Seth, I knew before I even called him what gun it was going to be. Yeah. He, yeah. Dad, do you still have your, your 7 mag? I do. And I have a Ruger M77 and twenty two two fifty, And I love them both. And, and a two twenty three. That's what right? I got. That, that's exactly nope. what I have. <clears throat> What was the, so my two twenty three is a Reming, Remington seven eighty eight. Oh, a seven eighty eight. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And then Jason. That's the one that I took the stock off and I burnt and varnished it. I kind of customized it myself, you know. And it's 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 a good gun, 
that it's not a Ruger M77. <laughs> and Jace has a, a Ruger M77 7 mag as well, right? Yeah, I do. I have so I have the 7 mag, a 22250, and the Ruger M77. And now my new custom built 300 H&H Magnum has that Enfield um, Mauser action. It's just, I mean, it's almost a carbon copy. You wonder if Ruger didn't take Enfield's um, action and uh-huh. based what they did off of that. But what you're getting, you know, that bolt with that Mauser, that whatever you call that, that slider that goes back there and grabs that casing, you're grabbing a good big chunk of the casing to eject it back out of there. You reload, like I reload, as you well know, Terrence, mm-hmm. and you get them hot and they try to stick, it doesn't matter. You take your fist, you take a stick, and then if you don't get it with a stick, you go home and you take your hammer and you get the casing back out of there with a mouse reaction. No, Dad, you just buy a Tika and you don't ever have that happen. No, That's what it is. Get out of here with your so, finished stuff. <laughs> so so I'm gonna I'm gonna put both of you guys on the spot. So I've been looking well, I always look. So what do you guys are think what are you guys thinking about Bagara? So we yeah. were actually talking about that before we hit record tonight. Um, I I want to get my hands on a Bergara. Um, in fact, I'm looking at a, a six uh, PR or a, yeah or six five PRC uh, Bergara uh, for Jaden. Uh, there you go. So, so I'm thinking that Bergara is another one of those that's going to be ranked right up there. Now, granted, it doesn't have your mouse reaction, but that's okay because you know where we've gotten to with our ammo today and everything like that, I think that the Bagara is a really, really good choice to make in a gun. Yeah. And, and Teak is a good one. Um, you know, there's, there's a, there's a bunch of others. What was that gun that, uh, um, Gary had in the two sixties? That was, uh, what was it called? Oh, Come man, on. you're, you're really going to try my memory. I don't remember. Oh, it's a, it's it's a very well named. They have the, the three little holes in the trigger. Um, Savage? Gosh, it wasn't a savage, it. was it? Nope, nope. I'm okay. not a fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go, Seth. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pick that one. You, it was on your for list. My top three. It was on my list, but that's because my <laughs> my cheap guns are savages, uh, like my 22 and my 17, and I love them. Mm-hmm. The little cheap, the little cheap guns. You can't. I mean, I know they're cheap. I know I'm gonna beat on them but they yeah. hit what i shoot at so yeah <laughs> so we're gonna go back to that story i said about when i got my when we because i know that you taryn and jace we were all involved in getting grandpa hunt that um savage uh-huh. in a second ag we thought we was going to have him a really nice gun to kind of help replace his 300 h magnum mm-hmm. and we fought that thing it was tearing up the bottom of the brass and we just says nope we were done um yep. but i am going to have a, a I've got, I've got to take it back just a little bit, guys. I think that today's savages are far better than back when we got right. that savage for Grandpa Hunt. Um, I think that they, over the years, they have improved, and they're not nearly, I hate to use the word bad as they were, but I'm going to use that word. Um, and I think that actually today, you go buy a savage today, I think you're, you're going to get a decent gun. Does that make sense? Yeah. The thing about savage is like you can, there's a wide range of savage. You can buy a $200 mm-hmm. AccuTrader yeah. piece of junk tr- uh, gun uh-huh. and it, you're going to get what you pay for. I mean, well, and like Seth said, I've got my 17. That's a, it's not mine. It's my wife's that, you know, it, it shoots what I point, what I pointed at. But then yep. also you can, you can spend a lot of money on a savage. You can get a carbon wrapped barrel in a for the savages, I mean, mm-hmm. they're you they're can't. Spend... 
Their 110 yeah. is actually a pretty nice rifle now. Yeah. Yeah, so you're right, Dad. I just I, remember that. I remember the other name is Kimber. So Kimber is another one of those guns I've always thought oh. is a high-quality gun. Yeah. Yeah, Kimber makes a good yeah. gun. They yeah. make a good um Gary's 260 Kimber is a fantastic gun. That's right. Now that you say that, I remember that was a Kimber. They make yeah. him an amazing 1911, too. So I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Um, I remember when Christensen Arms came out with their carbon, whatever it is, barrels. And I kept thinking, oh, man, what a great idea. What's your thoughts on the Christensen Arms with those carbon barrels? Is that high? The more uh, as time went on, I thought, nope. I, that's my number one on my list, Dad. No, Christian says was my number one. I've got, number I've one. got two of them. Jed's got one. Kendall's got a couple of them. Um, okay. and, and I've never shot it, so I can't. I can't. Me neither. And that's the thing. So, so I, what I would have to do is I'd have to do more research, and I'm going to have to take Terrence brain because he's got a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Is the barrel longevity? Because I think that carbon. You know, we talk about barrel whip when we shoot these other guns and stuff. And and the carbon is not going to have the barrel whip, right? Um, I think accuracy is going to be supreme. Yeah. But what is longevity going to be? So mine's a hard. So the two forty Weatherby longevity is fantastic. You know, it, it, okay. it's lasting forever. Um, Jed had a seven mm Remington Ultra Mag, lasted mm-hmm. uh, twelve years, I think. Um, okay. But my new gun is a twenty eight Nosler. And it, the longevity of that barrel is going to be bad, but it doesn't matter what 28 nozzle you buy, the longevity is going to be bad on it. So, right, right. So, I think regardless of whether it's carbon or, or just steel, I think the, the longevity on the 28 nozzle is not going to be a good benchmark to, uh, gotcha. yeah, to mm-hmm. go off of. But if you look at the other Christensen arms that, that we use, um, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive. That was my only concern with Christensen arms was just what is the longevity? Because I kept thinking, you know, no barrel whip with right. carbon. Right. Um, accuracy has got to be just through the roof. Mm-hmm. It is. Accuracy is amazing yeah. on those guns yeah. and, and all those carbon guns. You know, Fierce has it proof. The guy that I guided on the on his deer hunt this year was using a proof uh, research gun, and it, I mean, okay. just a tack driver. So yeah, any of those carbon wrap barrel guns, are, they are the the accuracy is is phenomenal. Yeah, the, the barrel whip's just got to be gone. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. The heat dispersion is a big topic of conversation, um, but I don't know. But in, it, a hunting, yeah. in a hunting cartridge, it really? No. Yeah. You're shooting no. one to three shots. You know, I mean, it, it's really not as big a big deal on a hunting rifle. You're not putting a 30-round mag in semi-automatic and going through the whole mag. Yeah. So I don't, I don't buy on that one. I would say that heat dispersion would be a non-issue in a hunting cartridge yeah i agree yeah i agree all right dad well, we'll I, I apologize for calling you out of the blue but uh nope. i thought hey you know what i know a gun he's gonna say but he's gonna know guns and, and can speak to this and and it'd be a lot of fun so so thanks for jumping yeah. on the podcast with us dad <laughs> my pleasure i cannot wait to see the podcast when it comes out i'll be looking for it awesome thank you sir you're welcome have a good night guys all right see you love you thanks see you let's see bye dang it i knew he was gonna do that too (laughs) (laughs) all right let me call let me call my brother-in-law and see what he says you want to call my buddy dylan you want me to call him first real quick too yeah yeah let's call him hello dylan what's up dude yeah hey what's up hey uh question for you Mm mm-hmm 
your number one rifle brand, what are you picking? Ruger. Oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> we gosh. Got, we got him Dylan, again. Come on, this, man. This is, this, is the, this is the second call. Do you like Two the Ruger? Row, baby. Do you like the Ruger American? <laughs> no, no. I got a, a M77 Mark II. Oh my gosh. Yes, dude. And oh my gosh. M77's for the win. Oh, <laughs> uh, where's that Ruger? Oh, just shoot me with it right now. Well, you, yeah, well, you, you wouldn't got hit him me, on the ropes, so... Dylan. This is this is the third person got, in a row. We got him on the I ropes. I got three Three different Ruger M77 Mark II, three different calibers, so it's perfect. <laughs> this is oh my, my guy right here. This oh is my, my guy gosh. right here, Terrence. What calibers do you have? <laughs> I have a 270, which is my main hunting rifle. I have a 243, and then I have a 30 out 6. Look at this guy. Nice. Look at, look at this. This is perfect, Terrence. <laughs> uh, no, it's Terrence. A- it's a good gun, man. I, that that's awesome that you've got all three of those. Do you use your thirty out six for elk? Yeah, I well, I use no, I don't use a thirty out six at all. I he think I shot it, it twice. He, he just looks I at just it. Have it. Oh, it's just the pretty one that sits in the case. It's just a pretty one that sits in the safe. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. I gotcha. So it's the two seventy to two forty three. Two seventy for everything besides like coyotes and rabbits. Nice, nice. What yep. scope do you have on the two seventy? Tasco. <laughs> oh, look wow, at this, this guy. Oh, listen, Blast listen, from the my past. old man got it for me when I was I was eight. It was my first ever rifle he bought me, and he put a Tasco scope, and it still has that same Tasco scope on it. Dude, I I, I take my hat off to you. That's that's cool, this, man. That this is, guy's that's stacking cool. bodies with a gun, or the gun's newer, but that scope was built from like 1997, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was one from a drawer in my dad's bedroom. <laughs> oh man that is that's awesome <laughs> i love it it's a great gun <laughs> uh we got him now because i picked ruger for my number one too and then and then he, we called his dad and his dad picked ruger for his number one so we've got him we've got him in trouble now yeah our, our next our next phone call is not gonna say ruger m77 i'll tell you that much. that's time. okay you're gonna need reinforcements at this point <laughs> Awesome. Oh, it's just it's a good gun all together, you know. It's it's yeah. cheap enough that regular hunters can just buy it. Yeah, but it's go. good enough that I don't have to worry about dropping it when I'm hiking. Yep, yep, yep. No, it is perfect. It's a good gun, man. All right. Well, that well, thanks, Dylan, for hopping on and and just sinking me in a hole even further, man. <laughs> of course, I hope it continues to get a little deeper, just because I'm a Ruger guy. <laughs> it probably will. Listen to the podcast when it comes out. It's probably going to get deep. I will for sure. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. See you, buddy. See ya. See ya. Oh, my gosh. All right. I knew it. I knew it. I, I knew, I knew you knew it, else. jerk. <laughs> I, right. I could call somebody else, too, and guess what? <laughs> it's probably going to be the same gun. It'd be, yeah, it'd be a Ruger. We need, we need some variety <laughs> in our lives. All right. I'm going to call. I have, I have lots of guns. I'm going to call Jed. <laughs> we'll see what Jed says. All right. We'll hear another Christensen take. I don't know. I don't know that he will. He'll probably come up with uh, something different. So, hey, what are you doing, dude? Just nothing new. Just recording a podcast. You're live on the podcast right now, by the way. Well, oh, I am. Yeah. That's a good thing I shut Steven Crowder off. Yeah. <laughs> well, just just don't say too many cuss words because then I have to go back and delete no. them. So, <laughs> all right, dude. I got a question for. You. Were you in bed? No, I wasn't in bed. I was listening to Steven Crowder's beef with 
Ben Shapiro and big media. Oh, did you watch the basketball game? Yes, I did. Who won? Uh, South Severe. Oh, dang it. All right, well, we're, uh, we're calling people and asking a, a question, so I want you to think about this for, for a second and give us your, your answer. Um, so out of, all the, out of all the rifles out there, if you had to pick a rifle brand, what would you say is your top rifle brand? Just a brand, so no, no custom rifle? It can be a custom. Like, like, I mean, like a custom in its, like those brands that make custom rifles. Gotcha. But uh, well, I'm I mean, gonna have to be, I'm gonna have to be biased <laughs> because I have one. All right, what is it? Christensen Arms. Yes, yes. He needed he needed the help because we were beating him up pretty bad. <laughs> oh, so he needed, uh, he needed the help from the Christensen guys. <laughs> get this, dude. Well, we, you're like the fourth person we've called, and everybody else has said the Ruger M77. Tell me your thoughts on the Ruger M77, Jed. Okay, here's the story. <laughs> I had two of them, but they were old Mark twos. Yeah. I didn't love them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, okay. I don't have a new Ruger, but I'm willing to try one out. <laughs> I, I almost want to go buy one now just to see how, if, how different they are from the ones that we, yeah. mine was a Mark two. was my, do you remember my 25 out six? Yep. It wasn't it the exact same. I had a 22, 250 and a seven mag. Oh, I forgot you had a 22, 250. I remember your seven yeah. mag, but yep. Both, both Mark twos. Oh my! And God. I never had any issues with them. Yeah, we killed a lot of animals with them, but yeah, I don't know. They were just so heavy, and oh, I don't know. The funny thing is, that's what I like. I like my guns to be heavy. Oh, dude! Wait, when we backpack up in there, when we were hauling Jed's I'm, elk out, uh, uh-uh, I didn't want. I don't want I'm heavy a, guns. I'm a giant wussy, and so I like the recoil being less. So the heavier the gun the better. <laughs> okay, have you shot one of these Christians in arms 28 nozzlers? No, cuz okay. I'm I'm not fancy like you, Terrence. You put a 360 brake on it. How do, it's like nothing, huh, Jed? Yeah, it's 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 pretty smooth shooting gun. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. So I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> yes, all right. But thanks it, thanks, Jed. I appreciate you uh helping no out on the Christians inside of things. Yep. All right. <laughs> all right, get back to bed. Okay. All right, see, see you. Buddy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got another Christiansen's. You got one. Sweet. It took you a minute, but you got one. <laughs> uh, do you have another person you want to call? Uh, I think the other guy I would call. He's a, he's an early sleeper, dude. I bet he's out. So we'll see what Tyson. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a tiki guy. I don't think he's a Christiansen guy. I'll be interested to see what he says. Hopefully, he's he's not a bed. He's got kids. He's probably putting kids to bed right now. But we'll yeah. get him on here if he if he answers. Hello. What are you doing, dude? I'm just getting all that from my wife. <laughs> hey, you're you're uh, you're live on the podcast right now. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So don't let her listen to the, po- the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, you got sets on with me too. Hey, what's up? I knew I knew better than to answer this phone call. Yeah, I, I figured. <laughs> I'll bet you looked at that phone for a while. Like, should I answer that call or should I not answer that call? Hey, I got a, I got a question for you. We're calling a bunch of people and asking the people this question. And so I wanted to call you and see what your thoughts were. So if you had to pick a rifle brand, so not caliber, just a, a rifle brand to be your top rifle brand, which rifle brand would you pick? Brand? Mm-hmm. And it... I mean, uh, I, I, I'm not going to swear cut, you. Cut, 
like custom or factory brand? Anything. Custom or factory, whatever your favorite gun is or you think is the best. Probably. I'd have to go with this, probably the Ferris. Really? Overall, yeah. Just I, I don't. I've shot one, my cousins, but I don't have one personally. But I, I know a lot of people that have really good luck with those. They're pretty uh, like price point. They're they're kind of comparable to the Christiansons, right? They're not like Gunworks and, and yeah. those that are ridiculous price. Yeah. They're they're pretty reasonable. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, if if money wasn't an object, Gunworks is probably top of the line. Yeah. That's what my dad said too. It's pretty much out of the box. In fact, we had, we had a gunworks gun, uh, down in Mexico when we were guiding down there and we had a couple clients that basically just grabbed it out of the box and went out and killed a couple deer this year. So, wow. It's, it's pretty awesome. Did they, they obviously, I mean, I'm sure they use the gunworks ammo and like it had the scope on it and everything. Like, yeah, it, like was, does. it was, it was the Yep, it was the whole package. I mean, the rangefinder, the the ammo, they all came in the box in the hard case or whatever, and they just basically pulled it out. In fact, it I don't believe it had been shot until we were down there, and the client shot it the first, basically out of the box. Did he like first sight shot. it in, or like was first shot on an animal? No, it was it was all done from Gunworks. They sent it to him all dialed in. Uh, broke in, everything was was basically set up when they shipped it out to my cousin. Wow. That's pretty nice. What's But the price point yeah. on those, and I, I need to look them up because I keep quoting this on this podcast, but I, I is it like six to $8,000, something like that? It was, I believe, it was like 10 for the whole entire, for the rangefinder, the, the case, the bullets, the whole entire package is somewhere around ten to eleven thousand. If wow. I remember correct, that's like Tyson type money right there. Holy, that's, that's, that's Terran money if I've ever heard. No, that, yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> definitely my money because I do not have one of those guns. <laughs> <laughs> that's a life goal right there is to have one of those guns for that. Holy, yeah, I, I got I got hunch I can spend that kind of money on. <laughs> exactly, I'd rather go. I'd rather yeah. buy a cheaper gun. And then go on more hunts. Go hunting more. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I have a hard time buying another gun right now because I've got a three hundred Ultra custom built from about seven years ago. It cost me twenty five hundred bucks, and it's a tag driver. So I was going to say it, I, weigh, I, it, weigh, it weighs it weighs a ton, but yeah, but it's a heck of a shooter, it. though. Right? I mean, I've I've never shot it, but you and I've talked a lot about it. It's a it's per, it's a heck of a gun. Yeah, I don't. I don't worry about it too much. Oh man, that's awesome. Next time we have to do gun calibers because I, I don't know about that three hundred rum. That's a lot of. It's a lot of bullet. It is, but I don't have to worry about anything getting away. That's true. You you can <laughs> shoot it and gut it all in the same shot. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so the fierce though, fierce would be your your go to, huh? I think if I if yeah if I if I wasn't going with like a custom gun shop or something like that. Uh, I would probably go with a fierce. That's awesome. That's cool. If I was buying, like, if tomorrow I went, had to go buy a gun, I'd probably buy a fierce. And they just came out with a new one. I was listening to another podcast uh, this week, and they were talking about a new one that they just came out with that looks pretty awesome yeah. too. So the other, the other one though that I'm, I'm really 
I actually contemplated getting just more for a backpack rifle, a new Bagara um, or MG Light. Uh huh. I think is what it's called. It's a, in, in like a 6.5 PRC. Yeah. But like six pounds or 6.4 pounds or something. So, and uh, you've got the collapsible chassis. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's another one that I don't know anything about it as far as the performance, but Bagar has always been a top-notch barrel company. So I think I've got to get my hands on a on a, on a Bagara because they're seem they seem to be pretty impressive. And I was, I was telling my dad this, but that that gun that you just talked about right there is the one that I'm looking to get. Uh, Jaden, my son, is that the six five PRC with that collapsible uh, stock on it? Um, just because it's super lightweight, yeah. great caliber, and, and yeah, from what I hear, I've never I've never touched the trigger on a Bagara, but from what I hear, they're amazing guns. So. So the the my CVA Paramount barrel is is a Bagara barrel. Oh. Um, and then they just they just come out. I just, after after I was looking into some collapsible chassis guns, that one popped up because they just come out with it last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. At Shot Show or or the year prior, I forget which how long how long it's been out, but because of the weight, uh, it's. That's what I was looking for was just an ultra lightweight collapsible gun that I can just throw in my backpack and have with me when I'm scouting or whatever. Yeah. Because that's when you see the coyotes and my spot and stop lion tag and whatever I have in my pocket at the time. Yeah. I think it'd be awesome to have that gun. Like you said, for backpacking and hiking up places that you hike to, yeah, that'd be a, a perfect gun for it. And they had it, they actually had that gun at the expo. Last year, I was I was there looking at it. Yeah, it was. It's a cool gun. Oh, all right. I'll well, I'll let I'll let him have his night back. We kind of got his answer from that. So yeah, we did. We did. Well, let's let's go ahead and wrap this up, Seth. Um, man, I hate to say it, but the Ruger M seventy seven, dude. That's uh, that's kind of taking uh, the cake here tonight, isn't it? Four to what? Four to two to one. Like yeah. we have four four Rugers, two Christiansons, and then a Fierce. Yep. Yeah, that's really it. That's crazy. Oh, I, could, I could add to it, dude. I could call my old man <laughs> Ruger. I could call my cousin Ruger. You guys need to you need to branch out a little bit, you know. Dude, my old man, like I tried to branch out like, before I bought this seven mag, and I got the same exact conversation that your dad had with you, just barely. <laughs> it was like, why are you gonna do that? Just buy the Ruger. You know the case will hold up. If you gotta open it with a freaking hammer, you can open it. It shoots good enough. Like a whole story. It's the so same the story. Same, <laughs> yeah, I got the same exact story when I tried to branch away. So I was like, all right, you're making good points. Uh, so my... now I just bought the Ruger and then I just put money into it. So it's gonna shoot even better. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, guys, we appreciate you listening to the podcast. We'd love to know your thoughts on what your top rifle brands are. And so please leave a comment. Let us know what you would, if you were to buy a gun, what would the brand be? What's your tried and true? What's your dream gun? Whatever the case may be, let us know what your top rifle brand would be. Uh, also, be on the lookout. I, I'm sure Seth will be having a podcast or a, an article come out on this here in the near future. So. <laughs> Go I on might our. Throw it, uh, I might throw it on social media and do a little, just a, a poll article. Just say, hey, we had X amount of votes, and these are what the votes were. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Put it out there and then see what everybody else says. Yeah. 
So cool. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed this one. This was a lot of fun. Appreciate all of our, our guests uh, that jumped on. We sure appreciate you guys being willing to do that, especially the ones we just called out of the blue. So, yeah. <laughs> but we'll see you guys next week on the podcast. We're going to have a couple guests uh, on as well. So I've got a lot of good podcasts coming out for you. Seth, anything else before we go? Uh, nope. See you guys next week. How about that? Cool. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya.